Hey there, thoughtful listener. This is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. I'm so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. We're also actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast, the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now let's get on with the show. And with us right now, Stephen King, not that Stephen King, this Stephen King. Stephen King, you're the founder, you're the president, you're the CEO of Growth Force, and you are found on the web at growthforce.com. Stephen, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, Josh. So um, when, at what point did you know that there was another Stephen King in the world? And were you a Stevie or a Steve or... No, I've always, my mother says you were christened Stephen and you're going to be a Stephen. There we go. Um, so I think uh, The Shining, right? I went to the movie theater and got the crap scared out of me and, you know, and realized that this other guy has my name. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, um, with the movie Office Space. I was Michael Bolton first, you know. That, that. <laughs> exactly, right. <laughs> yeah. Well, good. Um, so, Stephen, um, high level, go ahead and explain what Growth Force does. We're an outsourced bookkeeping, accounting, and controller service for companies that use QuickBooks. Mm. And we specialize in helping service businesses and nonprofits. And the reason we specialize that is because those have the labor is the biggest expense. Yeah. And so we know how to allocate that single biggest line item, the cost of the people, based on the activities that everybody does to, to, to make small businesses be able to get access to activity-based costing, you know, time tracking and labor allocation. So you can see profitability by customer, profitability by job, by product, by service, by team, by industry, by whatever way you're trying to make a decision. And so our job is to help. I started it. I called it Growth Force and not Stephen King's CPAs mm-hmm. because I, watched, I, I looked at a, a thousand small business owners who were really feeling good about the growth of their business, but they were just focused on the top line growth. Yeah, and, and I realized that they needed help was it's not how much you earn, it's how much you keep. So our yeah. specialty is helping you grow the bottom line. Yeah. So um, let's talk about the differentiation of that a little bit. And I think, you know, obviously, again, um, it's there are so many ways that you can grow top line revenue, right? You can just exposure is everything, you know, talk with more customers, you know, really dial in your sales. Um, but, you know, we've experienced this is, you know, it's, well, how are then we going to fulfill on the back end, right? In terms of, um, you know, our service offering. And, and there's been absolutely, there's been times when, we're, you know, we, we launch with certain assumptions about what it's going to cost to fulfill on that service, right? right. And there's been times where we've been off, you know, we're like, crap, it's way more expensive to do this than we thought it, it was going to be. Is there any way to realistically better project, uh, you know, particularly if we're talking about maybe a new service offering, a new product line or something like that, how can we better assess profitability on the front end so that we don't have to go through these expensive and, and very painful mistakes? Yeah, because this is 
what can kill you, right? If you if you if you're not making enough profit margin on those new sales to cover yes. your overhead and to generate a profit, right? Cash flow comes from profits, and so if you got cash flow problems, it's probably because you're not doing pricing your jobs like you just said. You know what you need to do is you need to study the past to predict the future. You need to really dig into the real cost to deliver your services to 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 wow your clients. And, and this is where this activity-based costing comes in. You know, with QuickBooks, it's all automated. You just have to know how to do it. It's, and it's free with Intuit Payroll. It doesn't even cost you anything. But when you turn that on, it allows you to be able to see the hidden costs. The time leakage is what I call it, right? The, mm-hmm. It's usually, and it's about 20% in project management, client interaction of emails and phone calls, quality control, travel, it just, that's where all the profits go. And if you don't have that baked into your pricing, then you're going to, they're, they're, you're going to have the problems, Josh, that you experienced. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, while, you know, was, you know, on the topic of growth, um, you know, I've spoken for a Tony Robbins organization at Business Mastery, and I know that this is a subject that that's discussed at, at length the Business Mastery. And that is, is that, um, you know, kind of the stages of business. When you are a freelancer, you know, you're a professional consultant, you're kind of flying pretty close to solo. Yep. It's it's pretty easy, in my experience, to 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 take home an okay profit margin there because you're you're trading your time for dollars. Um, you know, and if you're you know somewhat senior in your field or you're, you've got some decent authority, usually you can charge a pretty fair amount. Um, you know, and so you trade in those, trade in those hours, you make some time, you don't really have to share a whole lot of it with anybody <laughs> or anything, right? If you're just, you're getting paid for your time. So generally it's pretty easy to get okay profitability there. And then, you know, like I think a lot of us have experienced, I certainly have experienced this. Uh, you say, well, I want to grow. I want to scale. And it's then when we start to, well, I can do this and I can improve this and I can improve it. And you start making these investments in the future, right? So that you're better positioned to do that. Or you say, well, I'm going to free up some of my time. I'm going to hire this person and they're going to work and get paid independent. Like when, when I have a really good month, I'm personally going to make more money. When I don't have a great month, I'm not going to get paid as much money with an employee. You don't really have that flexibility. <laughs> They're going to get paid regardless if you have a good or bad month. <laughs> but but this, this idea of scaling, right? So if you're moving up, you're moving down, it's going to impact cash flow. So the way we recommend you start to make sure that you're going to have the cash flow is to start with profits first. So you define how much profit do you want to take home at the end of the year? And then divide that by the number of units you're going to have. A unit is whatever shows up on your customer's invoice. A billable hour, it's a milestone, it's a project, it's a product or service. And you look and say, okay, how many do I expect to have? Like we're we're doing an audiovisual company in Denver right now. They got five employees. They can say they have 50 employees. You know, Growth Force deals with companies with two to 20 million in revenue is our sweet spot, right? Helping them. Mm. They've got they've got their pro these guys got their profit, their top line to seven million, but their bottom line is 2.8%. 
and they want to get to 10%, ultimately 15%, but we said 10% was realistic. So you start by saying, okay, 10% is the goal. You want to make a million bucks, just to use a round number. You got 50 employees. Well, not all of those hours are revenue generated. So you stop and say, okay, 80% is billable, utilized time. Now I've got 1,600 hours per person. You look at the times 50 employees, that's 80,000 hours a year that I can make mm. money on. How much profit do I need to make per hour? For them, it's 12 bucks. Right now, they're only making five bucks. So now you have a target. Okay, I got to have on a unit, unit economics is the relationship between the revenue you earn on the work you do and the cost of that. Exactly what you're talking about. Now, you can work backwards there to start to set pricing. How much overhead do you have? Divide that by the number of units. These guys have $3.5 million of overhead. They need to cover $42 an hour in overhead. Mm. And then you add that back up. They got to bill $100 an hour in order to make $12 an hour to the bottom line. Then they can make a million dollars profit. But you have to start with profits first. Yeah. What, um, how do you answer the objection though of a business owner? He's like, I don't have the profits. Like I, you know, I'm stuck, right? They feel stuck. Right. Yeah. And they don't see like, it's like, well, if they, they feel like they can't decrease, uh, expenses because it's going to degrade the quality of the service. Um, you know, they can't go back to their current clients because they're under contract. You know, it's just how do we solve um, those difficult profitability issues where someone just doesn't see how they can logistically do that? And then again, I'm kind of throwing out a hypothetical. You may have seen something similar to this. You're we're welcome to answer this uh, question in a story form. <laughs> yeah, and, and you see it all the time, right? But, you know, a lot of this is this is why growth force exists, because so many businesses are not living that American dream. And it's because you didn't start with the profit first. If you start, if you said, okay, I'm going to do my pricing starting at the top of the income statement as opposed to the bottom of the income statement, I'm going to look and say, okay, how much does this cost me? I've got a, I've got a client. Uh, I can tell the stories of our case studies, Liberty Pipeline, Alan Weatherford. They were a spinoff from a company called Enron. I don't know if you ever heard of Enron. <laughs> yeah, they were in the news a while back. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, I can't yeah. put my finger on it, but it yeah. sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah, it's, 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 it was, it was, it was uh, a company here in Houston for a while. Well, the, the pipeline services division was a real business, right? They had real clients, real products, real services. And Alan, when that whole house of cards collapsed, he took his management team, he took his clients, and he spun off to create Liberty Pipeline Services in Spring, Texas. Yeah. And he hired us because he wasn't making any money. He, was, he, had, he had cash flow problems. He was using a factor to pay payroll. And he's like, you know, we get 20% margins on every job. It's built into our contract. That's the industry standard. But I'm not, it's not translating to the bottom line. And we came in there, we, we implemented time tracking. You know, I love T-Sheets. It's the simplest time tracking system out there. You put it on your phone, it just syncs with the accounting system. Then when you run the payroll, if you have the right payroll service, it'll automatically allocate that biggest expense he had, his people. But his first mistake was he was pricing that 20% by just looking at the salaries. If I'm paying you 80 grand, I got to make $100,000 in order to make 20% profit. 
he had 20%, 28% burden, fringe benefits, taxes are 10%, health insurance, 401k, recruiting, training costs that are real cost of the people. And when you start understanding the burden, you can start to realize I'm not pricing enough to be able to get that. Mm-hmm. By, 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 by then looking at the time leakage, he had project managers below the line. He wasn't charging that to a job because they were management. They were overhead. Well, no, if, the, if, if by definition, if you're, the customer's paying for that direct labor, it's got to get in your bid. And so by, by changing the pricing, because by, vis- by being able to visualize what the real costs were, he could go back to his clients and show them what he needed to charge in order to deliver the quality they grew accustomed to. And we have done this for 100 clients. Over 85% of the time, the clients are happy to say yes if you can show them what, what the cost increase is buying. You know, he's got KKR and Halliburton and Exxon as clients. They're like, of course, we have to pay for project managers. We need good subs. And so by demonstrating those hidden costs, the extra billings goes right to the bottom line. He sold his company for $10 million three years later, had over a million dollars in profit every year immediately because of seeing the costs of delivering the services. Does that answer your question, Josh? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and, and another thing that I, I really wanted to get your take on is what you do and the services and in the way that you provide them. I mean, I have a suspicion how you're going to answer this. Um, because you kind of already have talked about, you know, bottom line as opposed to, you know, keeping the focus on top line. Top, focusing on top line is exciting. Like, you know, this this month, for example, like we just had our biggest week ever in business. It's really exciting to look at that top. And we know that that's going to affect bottom line. We know. Um, however, uh, you know, uh, you know, bottom line is really where the probably the laser focus needs to be. But I, I'm sorry, I, I kind of took a diversion there. I want to really understand what makes growth force unique in the marketplace, because there are a lot of, you know, financial professionals you could work with that'll provide, you know, services around accounting, bookkeeping and, and controller and so forth. Yeah, totally. You know, um, what do they say? Um, top line is for ego. Bottom line is for sanity. Right? <laughs> and I believe that. Okay. To my, to my podcast editor right there. That's our pull quote right there. Say that one more time. <laughs> top line is for ego and bottom line is for sanity. Yeah, and, that's it. And, 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 you know, what growth force does is we, we know the decisions that drive profits. I've surveyed over a thousand small business owners to figure that out. There's five of them. We, I don't know if we have time to get into them, but what we do is we work backwards from the decisions to the drivers of those decisions. And then, and only then can you figure out what reports do you need to have at your fingertips to make pricing decisions, hiring and firing decisions, sales and marketing decisions. You know, how do you drive productivity from your people? Where do you spend your time? Those are the big decisions that drive the bottom line. And by working backwards from the decision and structuring the QuickBooks system to be able to give you actionable financial intelligence, now all of a sudden, what we do is we don't just set up the system and then do the month-end close and reconcile the balance sheet and produce the reports and then send you an email that says, here's your P&L and your balance sheet, right? I'm a CPA. I used to do that in my old, my old CPA practice. What we do, we're growth force. We're going to teach you 
how to read and interpret the results. We're going to teach you how to log in and to be able to get access to the information in real time when you're trying to make that pricing decision. So Josh, you said, you know, what do you do that's different to when you're launching this new product and you're trying to figure out how to put a price on it? We're going to show you how to fish. We're going to teach you how to be able to go in there and look at what did this cost me the last time I did a job that was similar? How did that compare to the, to the budget, to the estimate, to the proposal? And look at a budget versus actual by job and look and go, wow, we got time leakage. We got, how, how, you know, Josh, how come you had eight hours here, more time spent on, you know, just uh, getting this done? Because we, the client had a 35 emails and some of those emails took me a half an hour to write back. Mm-hmm. That's visibility into what it really takes to do the job allows you to price with confidence. Yeah. And, and, and that's the single biggest decision everybody will make is pricing. That's why mm-hmm. we're so focused on that activity-based costing. You know, payroll is your biggest expense. You can't just have a line item at the bottom that says payroll expenses and another line that says payroll taxes and another one that might say officer's compensation. You got, that's just for the tax return. That's why the CPA set it up that way in, in alphabetical order because it's easy for them to do the compliance. Yeah. Um, how is growth force pricing? How do you, how do you calculate your pricing when you're working with clients? Everything's fixed. I don't like surprises. Yeah. So we're on a monthly contract. So funny one year- thing that a lot of people don't like surprises when it comes to <laughs> expenses. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 you know, we're, we, I've been doing this for 36 years, right? We mm-hmm. really know what's going to, it's based on how, how complicated is your month end close, right? Are you going to, some people are, are going to do, you know, real gap accounting. That's going to cost you a lot more than modified cash basis, right? And very few businesses should use cash basis. There's a middle ground there that's basically, you got to make sure the revenue is recognized and the payroll is allocated. If you do those two things right, you got 80% for 20% of the cost. But generally speaking, that's kind of the, the big number here is how, how sophisticated of the, is the month and the accruals and the, and the reporting. Then depends on the menu. It's all a la carte. You don't have to fire anybody. If you've got a good bookkeeper, we'll come in as just the controller and we'll train them and support them and answer their questions and make them more valuable to you. Likewise, if you've got a good CFO who has, wants to do some of the controller, but you don't have a bookkeeper, we'll come in and just be the underlying support for that CFO. Mm-hmm. And then, so it's that the bookkeeping part is transactional based, you know, how many invoices, how many bills, but you know, it's really based on, on our fee is typically three to $4,000 a month. So it's about a 40% savings over hiring a degreed accountant. Why? Because it starts with a onboarding process where we automate everything. And we don't charge for that up front. We just build it into our three to $4,000 fee because we keep clients for life. And, and we put about $15,000 into automation, documentation, and then training the staff. I think our biggest value here is teaching our clients how to read and interpret these reports mm. and how to make data-driven decisions. Yeah, I love it. Okay, so someone going to your website, growthforce.com, what should they click on? What should they do? They've been hearing this. They're like, this sounds like the guy for me. <laughs> Where are, you know, the team for me. Uh, what, um, I, I know you have some free tools here on your website, but take us, take us on a quick little tour. Sure. So, so, you know, in fact, I'll pull it up right now. You know, there's, there's a lot of tools, right? We've got a lot of resources on, uh, um, yeah, but I think, I think the, first off, I have a podcast, the path to profits. 
So if you click on the podcast link, you can sign up and listen to us tell the stories of the work we've done with our uh, clients and services. I think the 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 big thing here is uh, we've got uh, a financial management assessment up at the top of the page. And what that does is it walks you through it's about 16 questions in four different areas to let you see where are you? You know, what's what's your strengths? What's your weaknesses? What we do depends on where you are. We're very different because we're not the same thing for everybody. And the 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 to me, the blogs are really where every time we learn something, it becomes a blog. We share that knowledge. And at the bottom of that page, you've got our full library of blogs. You know, right now we're talking, we've got some insights for engineering firms. And what what, what do you do right now in the second wave of the pandemic 2.0 lockdown? There's some there's some pretty significant things. And you know, we 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 really are specialized in the human capital side, is people that drive profits. You know, that labor costs, not just the allocation of it, but you know, what do you do with the reports? How do you motivate your, how do you get your leaders to to really motivate their team to give you that discretionary effort? So there's a lot of things that are different. It's a, it's a platform to increase profits, improve cash flow, and then grow the bottom line. Yeah, I love it. Okay, so again, the website, growthforce.com. Uh, and and, and uh, Stephen, any final thoughts? For, for my business owner friends out there uh, and, uh, you know, in terms of like uh, maybe some action items for the next couple of weeks, that, that's a good one. I, what's, what's something that they should, that someone should be doing, uh, you know, give them an assignment. I like, I tell people to write down the decisions they're trying to make to increase profits. Keep a yellow pad at your desk. When you're sitting there saying, okay, you know, it's Monday morning. What do you got to do? It's typically sales, right? <laughs> it's typically I got a couple of prospects that didn't close last week. I'm going to try and close them this week. Then the next thing is going to be so. So the decision there is how do I price that proposal? Oh yeah, they said yes. I'm interested. I I, mm-hmm. I get me a proposal. That's the single biggest decision you're going to make. Then the next decision is going to be okay. I got a new client. I'm not sure I have enough staff. I got to decide whether or not to hire somebody. You know, I always recommend before you hire a new person. You should go back and review all your existing clients to make sure you're hitting the profit targets you need to cover your overhead and to generate that million dollars of profit or whatever your target is. Because if not, you're better off firing some of those low margin clients to bring on the properly priced clients before you add another headcount. So by writing down the decisions, then you can work backwards from the decisions to figure out what data do you need. And, you know, I'm happy to answer your, your client's your, your listeners' questions, you know, I, I, I love hearing from small business owners. Email is the best way to reach me. It's Stephen, S-T-E-P-H-E-N, like Stephen King, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, at growthforce.com, G-R-O-W-T-H, force.com. Excellent. All right, Stephen King, thank you so much again. The website, growthforce.com. Stephen, thank you for joining us. Thanks, Josh. Appreciate you having me. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, we have an audience of over 120,000 that we would love to promote your story to. Please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. 
I'm also so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you do that, tag us with the hashtag UpMyInfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. What do you win? Well, we will promote you and retweet you and reshare re- you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Can you also hook us up in your podcast player right now? Please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review, and we promise to read it all and take action. Thank you if you've done this already. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, please hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 to 20 minutes a day. My name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.